0: Buddy, welcome to Performance Anxiety, a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. I want to say a special thanks to AKG for sending us their podcasting package, which has an amazing Lyra microphone and a great set of headphones. And today, my guest may have the hardest last name to pronounce. Christian Jelvander joins us to discuss his new album about love and loving again. But first, we have to figure out how he got there. His career started as a Swedish slacker, but he soon realized how much he actually loved creating music. And that's when his sound changed. His bass voice combined with the Americana vibe of the music is familiar, but he likes to throw listeners some curveballs, like recording a Dune Country album with Ton Bruket. He also had to race home while on tour when COVID began closing borders across Europe. Now, his new album is perfect for driving at night. It's a very loose album and one of my favorites of 2020. You give him a follow on social media, cringe. pick up the new album wherever you buy music, follow way. us at Performance A&X on social media, subscribe, rate, and review, and maybe consider spotting us a cup of coffee on ko-fi.com slash performanceanxiety. So let's dive right into this episode with if Christian Vonder on Performance Anxiety on the Pantheon Podcast Network.
2: You're insane. This is uh, Christian Schalvander, and you are listening to me talk about my new album and a lot of my old albums uh, on performance anxiety, which is something I'm luckily not too familiar with.
0: I don't know. You had a nice feel there. Oh, thank you. That, I, I shot the that. Field. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, we were in a... Um... Uh, farm about two weeks ago for uh, right before okay. well right before Halloween and took the kids there yeah. and and uh, so it was really cloudy so took a nice nice
2: and where is that where where are you where are you from where are you Winchester Virginia exciting. Virginia yeah lovely uh, congratulations I don't know if I if it's in order but <laughs> I imagine it is <laughs> I'll
0: take it and I'll take it I'll yeah. take it yeah. I, yeah. I noticed something Merry weird. Christmas <laughs> yeah look at the microphone—it doesn't yeah. like my mic because it doesn't like it. No, no. so weird. Oh, uh, cool. That, my mic so. All right, so um, yeah. I really appreciate crazy you. times. Oh yeah, but I, yeah. I appreciate you joining me during these times. It's uh, yes. God, I'm, I'm new to your music, and so going mm. back and, and discovering it is really interesting. There's some real twists and turns there.
2: Oh, nice. Nice to hear. So you know, I've always—it's it's an interesting thing because I've always thought. You know, when you do, when you, you, when you make stuff and you're just kind of in your own little world and you're just, you know, making art or whatever you want to call it. And, mm-hmm. and you just have this feeling that there's like this one thing that's been in my mind since I was like you know 20 or something. Like the, the only thing that really matters is just that, you know, one person, one day in a hundred years finds this song, you know? Right. Just one, you know that that kind of thing, yeah. And it's it's really nice when when somebody tells you that they you know discovered your back catalog or whatever. It's it's a cool, oh, it's awesome. cool feeling. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've got a lot of questions about it because it's it's it starts off a whole lot different than it's ended up. So, I
2: <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been yeah, it's been it's been made. It's been, it's been, that's what you know, growing up in uh, not public, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, yeah. It kind <laughs> of does to you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, yeah, you've got an interesting story and I want to go back to the beginning and start and, and mm-hmm. figure out how you got into music w- was your family a musical family uh, actually I was talking to my friend
2: about that yesterday we were driving home from a show and, and we you know get, got in this late night highway drive talks and, and they really I mean my dad my dad was he played guitar and sang a little bit you know on birthday part at birthday parties and stuff yeah. And mom was not really, I mean, we had a couple of copies of some Leonard Cohen records. We had some Gilbert O'Sullivan. We had some oh, Mamas wow. and Papas, you know, uh, some Don McLean. Dad really loved you, Julio Iglesias <laughs> And uh, uh, Robert Palmer, who I still, you know, I really like those mid-80s Robert Palmer records. Oh, those are great. Yeah, they're great. Um, but that was kind of like, that was what was coming out of the house when I was a kid growing up. And I I think what really, what, you know, what happened with, as with most, you know, you find your own thing, you know, somewhere around 10, 12, 13, you know, you just kind of gravitate towards music. And I remember I had a babysitter who really, really loved Bon Jovi. That was, that was through and wet, you know? Yep. Yeah. And, and we got heavy into Bon Jovi and then, uh, we went to the library library, and we, uh, borrowed, um, Motley Crue. Oh, you know, and then Striper, you know, (laughs) that's kind of how it like, this is the library. You know, I was thinking really, I was, what, what this was, was kind of a testament to the library and the music department. The library is like, Oh my God, you can, you know, go here and just like, there's, you know, heavy metal, lenders. you can just
0: borrow metal.
2: You can borrow them for two weeks. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah. So where? And if you keep them for a little longer, you all you get is a slap on the wrist. Yeah, That's great. You get you pay him like a nickel. Yeah. I don't crazy. know how
0: libraries ever stayed around. No, no. So where where was this taking place? Where were you living at this time?
2: At this time, I was in Seattle. Okay. In the northwest. Yeah. Yeah. So I moved there. I I was born in Sweden. Okay. It's 1976, and I lived in Sweden in Malmo in the south until I was six, and my parents immigrated to
0: Seattle in 1981. So, what was it that really made you want to play music? Uh, and did you start off on guitar, or was there another instrument?
2: No, I started. I started out playing trombone in in the school, you know, the marching band in the summertime, and oh, well, the, awesome. uh, the jazz ensemble or whatever. In, in this, in I the, got
0: three kids doing that right song. now. Yeah, it's great.
2: It's really it's a, yeah. it's a great place to to just learn the power of music. You know, just within the collectiveness and the power of everything. But but I mean the the, the collective power of just playing. You know, the Wilhelm Tell overture like a bunch of twelve year olds, and it sounds like you know crazy. Yeah. But it's still, you know it brings every hair on your back. You know to a to a halt. You know it's 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 a it's a cool thing. Oh yeah. Uh, So that's what I started doing. And then, you know, just singing. I've always been, I mean, as long as I remember, I've always been, you know, keen of singing Richie Valen songs or whatever, like like all this, like, you know, kid stuff, but
0: that stuff was having a big resurgence at that time too. It was, it was. I mean
2: I mean the La Bomba movie had a yeah. profound effect on me. Really. Oh look at
0: that opening with the plane falling out of the sky. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's it's it was it was traumatizing. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> I remember that and I remember seeing it with my dad and my brother and going out and buying the yeah. soundtrack like the next day. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I still don't fly. Oh wow! I, I, do, I do believe it has something to do with La Labamba.
0: <laughs> I think that no. had an effect on a lot of people. Yeah, it really has for sure. <laughs> at what point did you really decide you wanted to form a band and go out and start gigging? Well, and well when I public? moved when I moved back to
2: when I moved back to Sweden, I was I was 15 at the time. I was uh, 15, 16. You know, heavy. Like I really loved the Grateful Dead and early Metallica, Bad Religion, you know all this, all that. Oh, you wow. Know, more like everything that was kind of in the skate scene. Okay. Yeah. At that time, or like the late '80s, early '90s, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Bad Brains, you know all that stuff. Yep. And I, there was a band at the school that I, I, I we moved from 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 Seattle to really like rural. Uh, like an hour outside of Stockholm, in a castle, actually, because my mom, wow. one of my mom's friends, was a count. Like she went to university with a guy who was a count. Oh my god! And and uh, we were kind of like my parents had gotten divorced. The mom was moving back with with three kids, and she didn't have a job and all that. So we like we kind of. Uh, out in in the in the outs in a way, and uh, this guy said, that, "Well, you know, I have this castle, and you guys can live in in one of the, <laughs> one
0: of the <laughs> yeah." yeah. Oh, of you the know what? House. I forgot. I've got this castle. Yeah,
2: yeah. So we ended up really in rural uh, Sweden, and I had like an hours bus ride to to this town called Jana, and it was kind of a it was a nice cultural town. It was really small, and probably like five thousand people, six thousand, like more of a village almost. But it, but it was it had a it had a really nice cultural scene and there was a band there and I, I, at this point in time I was in I was sophomore in high school okay and there was a band and they were they were an instrumental band that were kind of playing like like shadow stuff and like um they were doing like sixties music, but without the vocals, they were just doing like these really long verses (laughs) of of I was like, you guys, you know, you, you should maybe have a a lead singer. (laughs) And, 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 um, and they had an audition in, in the, in the auditorium. And there was like, you know, me and, and another eight or nine young hopefuls. And, and, um, I got the job because I knew English, probably. <laughs> you know, to be honest with you, but <laughs> but uh, but um, yeah. That was so. That was like that was in high school, and then we just kind of were this high school band, and and I I I, I enjoyed it. I know there was something about you know just the. I mean, what I really liked most about it was probably the camaraderie and the um, just the the volume in these rehearsal spaces and. Um, and just the electric guitar and all this stuff. I was almost like I wasn't brought up in a Christian home, but I I, could, I almost felt like it because as soon as I heard an electric guitar, I was like live. I was like, what the hell, yes. the devil? You know, <laughs> what is this? You know. Uh, it really blew my mind. Wow! And I was, I was, I mean, I, I would say I was old at times. I was like fifteen or sixteen. Like the first time I like was standing right next, and it was a small little amp. It was like a gorilla. I think the amp was called.
0: Oh wow! Yeah,
2: I think I know those. And, you know those? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they they pack a punch, but it was still. It's not a. It's not really a wall of sound. Yeah, no. I, was, I was blown away. <laughs> Just a teenager, and I was like, shit that is the sound of the future. Yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah so that's kind of where it started. Okay. And then, and then, um, so we did, we did a, I mean, we were just a small, small town, small school band. And we played five or six shows that year. And then I moved to another town called Lund, which is in the South of Sweden, which is really a university. It's kind of like, in the States, it would remind me of like Chapel Hill or something okay. like that. It was just really like one of these, you know, there's a lot of people coming through a lot of insurgents of, of young of youth and of, uh, you know, a lot of indie and culture. And there's a lot of record company, record labels have their, have their offices there. And there's okay. a, there's a nice, nice places to play. And it's just really, a really nice kind of small town uh, and always bands passing through. So that was like, that's when that we really opened the first like week I was there there was a festival and there was on the bill at this festival that was in this town t- I mean the town was like 80,000 or something. there was like uh, I can't I'm not going to I'm just not going Radiohead was playing oh my god and Meg- Megadeth and Anthrax and Ride Whoa. and uh Elvis Costello I mean there was just like all these bands playing in this little tiny town and for me coming from you know, this rural part of Sweden. I was like, whoa, this is where, this is where it's at. And that's, that's really that town. And that, um, you know, the few people, the few, the few, you know, like really hungry souls that were behind all this cultural, which is usually just a couple of people that really changed, you know, the, the, the way a, a town or a city can, yeah, it's shaped. But but um, they did a they did a great job because that summer, that was like the summer of '92 or '93, was a really nice warm summer.
0: Oh man,
2: and, uh, just just a beautiful couple of weeks there when we just moved there, and that really also kind of had a profound effect on me wanting to start a band of my own and yeah, right, starting to write songs and all that. Yeah,
0: those guys all had some um, great albums out at that point. You know, Countdown to Extinction yeah, yeah, yeah. for Negative megadeth and uh, exactly, Pablo exactly. Honey. Um, yeah, exactly. Awesome yeah, albums. Yeah. yeah, and to see those those bands perform them live is just, especially if if you're really kind of uninitiated to electric guitar and and yeah, but
2: exactly. I, I mean, at that point, and that was a year after, so i had been, you know, I'd seen. I remember I saw my first concert, like real actual concert, was Teenage Fan Club. Oh wow! And o- opening up for Nirvana, which was actually you know pretty. That's a also good really one to well. start
0: with. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it's like, yeah. My first, my first show was uh, Mr. Big opening up for Rush.
2: Yeah, well, that's so, not bad either. No. <laughs> no, no, no. That would have been my dream concert, yeah. maybe. You know,
3: 88, like, <laughs>
0: That was a. Let's see, it was about. 90, maybe. 90, yeah. Because it was, it was I yeah. couldn't drive yet. I was 16. But, so it was 89, 90. And, yeah. uh Friend of mine just came up to me at school one, one day, and he's just and, and my parents had just gotten divorced, like yeah, yeah, um, like within months of this happening, and they're like, his buddy comes up to me, he's like, hey, I've got the, an extra ticket to go see Rush. You want to go? I'm like, uh, yeah, but so this is you know this is eighty nine ninety no cell phone, so I had to go to the payphone at right. my high school, call my dad mm-hmm. up and say, hey, um, uh, my friend wants to take me to go see the, uh a concert rush yeah he like, said i could yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wish i thought about that unfortunately yeah. i didn't need that he, no, he, my no, dad was good. just in on a whole other planet at this point sure. and I, yeah, yeah. he was like um okay what time are you gonna be back i'm like what do you have to how much is it i'm like nothing he said he's an extra ticket he just give it to me okay just you know be home by midnight or something i wasn't home till like two but he was already out he didn't know so uh,
2: Yeah. yeah lovely and i wish, i wish i would have stopped that, that was like the reason cuz when my parents got divorced i was like this is you know it was almost like the opening of this vault i was like really looking forward to this vault of yeah. of uh, of, my, of just being under my you know one parent at a time and being able to just kind of go with the flow it, yeah, you know, it, yeah it's, it's sad but it's very true
0: it is it's a tough <laughs> it's you know it, it's a tough time to for, yeah. for something traumatic like that to happen so it's yeah it's, yeah yeah I admire the people who can, who can get through it. I didn't get through it so well. Yeah. So no, 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 but okay. this, this also is not about me. So how, so how did we go from Sweden that you ended up going back to, was it Seattle with Blue coats? No, we never. No, no.
2: After that, I just I've stayed and I've stayed here. Okay. And I did the loose coast. The loose coast was a was a was a based in, based in Lund in, in the town in the south. Okay. And we did a couple of records. I mean, we we've toured a bit, or I've toured a bit in the states through the years, and I've been back, you know, a couple of months here, a couple of months there. But I've but I've stayed basically in Sweden since then. Okay. Since, uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I
0: heard a a read a quote, so it it may be referencing something in the past and it says okay. that your house in Seattle was not on the back cover of Pearl Jam's 10 album, but on a seven inch, that was a fan club release.
2: Yeah. something like, Yeah. This is, this is right. Not before 10 was, I think it was just a fan club thing. Somebody said this uh, or somebody showed it to me and I said, that's my house. And it was like the back of, <laughs> it was like a little like outline of our, of our, our, of our block. That's crazy. You know? Uh, it was yeah, but it, you know, one of those stories that uh, okay. somebody grabs onto and like, and then it just goes.
0: Yeah, it was yeah. a quote that I yeah, read, and yeah. like, oh, maybe, maybe. In my head, it automatically made me think that you, you were there at the uh, time. So. At
2: the time, um, yeah, I, probably when the house was taken, when the photo was taken, but not now. Right. No, Not in the, not when you uh, found out about it. Was it '95 to 2001. We were a band. So that's five years. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So how did you guys come up with the name loose goats? Uh, it was, I was, it, it, we started
2: in it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> something, is, you know, just something that, um, yeah.
0: Cause that's an interesting know. name. It's, it's unusual. It is. It is <laughs> unusual. I mean, it, it was high school. Somebody said
2: something about loose. Feeling loose? I don't remember.
0: I thought it maybe like goats with loose morals or something. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, slutty
0: goats.
1: Yeah, exactly,
2: slutty goats. But um, but, (laughs) that's a different bit. Like, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't. I mean, loose was loose was this word that we were just saying. Now, which is kind of interesting because now when you you know you know the viagra boys right
0: yes <laughs> yeah. yeah they have
2: the guy S- S- sebastian has has loose tattooed in his forehead
0: oh my gosh is never interesting this
2: was this was an old thing that we used to say like i'm really loose which was like i'm really like kind of like it was kind of this like slacker thing like oh how you feeling oh, i you know, i'm really loose okay you know it was just kind of what we said and that's that's where it came from loose ghosts that we were just like this was in the like early 90s when like being a slacker was the coolest thing yep. you could be you know <laughs> <I remember laughs> totally, those days. Uh, don't give a shit about anything yep. uh and if you cared about anything you were just way too pretentious oh to yeah
0: even, I, you know, god i remember that yeah, you you're not allowed to care about anything at all. No, no. Yeah, I mean, I can.
2: Yeah, it, that was that was, was a crazy time.
0: Weird. <laughs> yeah, it was a very weird point of view to have, but
2: very weird, very very weird. But there's a lot of good stuff that came out of them. I mean, if you think about the movie Movie Slacker, there's a lot of like really nice quotes in it, and there's yeah. a lot of like really great literature and movies and stuff that. So there was, I mean, it was a nice. There was something. It 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 was a necessary. It was a rite of passage, kind of in a way. It was for and, for, for our generation. Yeah, like, and
0: and the music and, and the movies, like you're saying, that, that came out of of that whole thing yeah. were just, you know, really timely for me because I can't imagine growing up at any other time.
2: No, no. no. And maybe, maybe
0: everybody says that, but.
2: No, but I think it was. Ne- I mean, I think it was necessary because we. It was. A, it was a reaction, of course, yeah. to the, to the the '80s being more of the '50s. Yeah. Which I mean, and I'm just waiting for the next wave of that kind of reaction from from our kids. I, I, you yeah,
0: because yeah. uh, at that time, you know, Nirvana reinvented. Yeah rock i mean they, they yes. they've they just stripped it down and brought it back to the essentials and mm-hmm. i'm waiting for the next one and i'm, I'm really curious to see what that's going to sound like because you know it's coming yeah
2: it's coming it's gotta I haven't,
0: come haven't heard it yet but i know it's coming oh no, no. no I, I all right so mm-hmm. loose goats yeah the, the first ep yeah. sounds it's crazy it's just yeah. the band just kind of went a whole different way after that ep and that ep is really noisy yeah punky
2: I was like, I was really heavy into early flaming lips. Oh and yeah. Like, and, and, uh, just anything that was kind of, I think what, what was, what's kind of been like the main, like a, or a compass for, in, for me in, in life is always, you know, it's just kind of being like, well, we could do it like this, or, you know, just kind of be in somebody's face in a way, like somehow you just want to do something that's, um, that's, uh, kind of obnoxious somehow, you know, you understand what I mean? And, 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 and that time was, was, um, was really, there was a lot of that going on (laughs) in the (laughs) alternative scene. Um, yeah. So we were, I mean, we were, we were young and we were, you know, we were a couple of songwriters and we were just kind of like just trying stuff, trying to find our way heavily influenced by pavement, heavily influenced by like arches of loaf. Oh yeah. And and all those bands, all the, the whole Chapel Hill scene, and the merged Records, and Dino Junior, and you know, all that stuff.
0: I was going to ask if Dino was a was an yeah. influence because I definitely hear some of that in the yeah. noisier stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. You no, know, no, for sure. But then, you know, somewhere around around those years, Neil Young kind of you know popped up in life. Yeah, uh, for real. Like you know, you really kind of like got a grasp around him. You know, with Zuma and, and On the Beach and
0: all those records. Those and, are two of my favorite Neil Young albums of all uh, time. They're,
2: they're great. They're really great. And, they, and that really, like, and, and I just started, you know, I just kind of got interested in him as an artist as well. Yeah. And uh, there's there so much of him in that scene, in the alternative scene. And there's, like, he kind of, he kind of embodies a lot of what, what that was about. You know, oh, a lot of, sure. And and uh, so once like once he kind of you know came on the scene for me at least it was just an, it was like oh, okay there's there is a, there is a godfather in this thing you know yeah and it just, it was, was interesting you know.
0: because I remember growing up hearing Neil Young but it was always you know the Harvest Neil Young yeah you know, yeah that, and
2: Harvest Moon and all that stuff yeah, yeah
0: and and so I was just. I knew him as the softer Neil Young, the, mm-hmm. the countryer version of Neil Young, um, right, old right. ways, things like that. Yeah, yeah. And then he got embraced by the alternative crowd for his mm-hmm. work, you know, especially his stuff with Crazy Horse. Yeah. And then uh, that's when I started finding out about him. I remember hearing somebody talk about the best guitar solo ever was the one the one note guitar solo from *Cinnamon Girl*, and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't remember that. I don't even remember that. No, song. No. <laughs> so I went out and bought everybody knows this is nowhere. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm in.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Same was the same for me. It was just really, whoa, yeah. this is it. Yeah. yeah.
0: It was. So it, raw. It
2: infused, yeah. It, it's raw and it infuses. I mean, it's everything from that that drew me to lo-fi everything that drew me to jazz, everything that drew me to like to, to country. It's all just you know infused in one, one little soul, yeah, exactly. Know? And sometimes
0: one album, you know, <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. it depends on what album you listen to for Neil, but
2: exactly, yeah.
0: As the as loose goes progress, is that why each album seems to be more and more alt country sounding? Yeah, I think, I think what
2: happened was uh, there was a there was like uh, the first record came out when I was 18, and uh-huh. then. 19 and then 20 and when i was 20 my dad passed away okay uh, in 96 and i at that point uh you know before that i was just you know just making music because it was fun with my friends and you know we just did stuff that was you know it was all just an excuse to get drunk and go on the road more or less And somewhere around there, I, I realized that maybe, you know, I really like this this thing with the songwriting and I really, I really like music and I really want to play music and, and to give it my best shot, you know, for real. And and this is kind of what my, this is my vocation somehow, you know, you're 2021, you don't know really what it is, but it was the one thing that I, that I felt that wasn't really a waste of time. It was Uh like, it it was, um, it was something that I, that I found hard enough and fulfilling enough you know to just keep going back to and, and that and that plus my father having passed and kind of being at a, at a at a crossroads in that and uh wanting to find you know just meaning i mean being 20 and probably drinking too much <laughs> and uh you know all those questions that are that raised at that age and and yeah music and, and that's that's why the loose goats kind of geared towards making more music that maybe was a little less uh, in the moment and a little more timeless in a sense i think okay. kind of come in.
0: Okay.
2: So yeah. What, yeah.
0: when did, or how, I guess the question for me now is what made you go from loose goats to songs of soil? How did, how did that transition happen? That was just
2: songs of soil was just me and my, with me, and my younger brother, Gustav, who just had this idea of making a really, really simple folk record. Like, you know, just make like a simple songs, simple like just kind of about about our childhood okay. growing up in seattle kind of like that centered around you know young love and centered around the school days and centered around you know i guess we were kind of like influenced by tell or something we were just kind of like in this place of nostalgia okay the
3: smell of comfort was the scent of your every day i'm getting older seems this hindsight's left me blind darkness future that surrounds
2: us And I was like 22 or 23 at the time and so that's why it sounds so and it was just we wanted to make a low budget really fast recording in the country a week and but that record that record is actually like had because with blues coast we were always like kind of working pretty hard in the rehearsal studio you know, we were young when we started playing together. So we kind of learned to play together in a way, you know, like how you, you're on the drummer's ass about, you know, keeping time and yeah. you might be on the guitar. It's like that solo is a little bit too, um, I don't know, metal or, you know, it, there's, yeah. there's all these like moments when you're young and you're, and you're in a band and you just want different things artistically. Uh, but with some soil, it was just me and Gustav. And we had the same kind of, we were on the same, level and then we had we brought in a drummer and a, a bassist and a new guy on piano and um, we just did it really fast and we said we're going to keep it simple we're not going to you know the drummer doesn't have to pretend he's jody stevens and you know the yeah you know that kind of yeah. thing yep uh, and uh yeah and i really like that record it actually it's been that record kind of that that way of thinking that we thought that time we did that record has kind of been with me since then actually okay that was really like a, i've always kind of like really tried to dumb down my my way of thinking around music as much as possible i wanted to be as, as lust, lustful and as um just you know come from from somewhere else than the mind oh
0: know? okay okay yeah. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. And you've got, between the last bit of Loose Goats and Songs of Soil, I, I love the harmonies. It, it's very, it feels like like yeah. Eagles, America, kind of a... Yeah, there was
2: Anders who played bass with, with us on those records. He's really like a great harmony singer yeah so he's, he's good
0: well I'm, I've been enjoying it. going back and listening to it, I'm like, especially cool. the uh, going from the the noisy alt world yeah. of the first EP yeah. to, the, to the to the last album and, and I'm like this is quite a change not what I expected at all because that's <laughs> well I've heard your new album and I mm-hmm. love it and it and it's I told Robert was, we set this up that it's probably my favorite album that he sent me this year
2: oh wow and oh, uh nice.
0: So I figured out when we set this up, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go back. I'm not going to listen to anything before. I'm going to start from the beginning and work. Okay. My way. And so, Oh wow. Yeah. And so I, I kind of, I tried to go chronologically and I made like, your homework. I tried. I tried. <laughs> and I was like, Holy shit. What is go? This is, I, yeah. I put on the EP and I'm like, this is not what I was expecting at all.
2: No, but it's 25 years ago. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. It is. Know?
0: It, and uh, then so then you start doing your solo work. And that yeah. that leans more towards the Americana country side of things, in my opinion.
3: Can I crack some porcelain? Ice? You have not lived till something you love has died. do your tongue join song in vacant streets as you walk by But tonight celebrate it right Bring the
2: heart for the first time Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was... <laughs> There was, there was, I mean, I think it's it used to be, I mean, in the beginning it was just kind of, you were searching for your voice, you know? Yeah. And, and it's changed. I mean, it's always changing, but you're still like looking for something. And I mean, the, the first solo record came out to 2002, which is like 18 years ago now. Uh, but since then, I mean, I still play those songs every now and then. I think it's been like, it's pretty much in the same ballpark, still the first solo record up until now. I mean, it's, it's, there's this there's the same, it's the same person sending that, those songs out, you know? Yeah. I can...
0: Yeah. And you've got the same influences, the same things you want to, you want to uh, get across. I mean, not, not necessarily yeah. that, but.
2: But I mean, I can still recognize myself in some of those. I mean, in those lyrics, if you go further back, it's like, whoa, (laughs) this was, you know. Oh, yeah. It sounds like, yeah, it
0: sounds like Slut from Loose Goats. Yeah, yeah, no, it's Jesus. Although that, the ending of that song is really wild.
2: I mean, it's great. It's eighteen-year-old kids, kind of just having a laugh. Doing you know, ape shit it, on yeah. some
0: guitars. It yeah. was amazing. Yeah, exactly. yeah. cool, <laughs> cool. I'm glad like... <laughs> it is. It's so cool. If I, unfortunately, I didn't know about it at the time because I would have loved that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, right up my alley. At, but then, uh-huh. so you you've released a you know albums for the past eighteen years now, but the new album to me, I and maybe it's just because I'm, I've kind of. Binged it all and had to do a crash Mm -hmm. course on everything. The new albums—it sounds a little different to me. Not, not a marked change, but it definitely sounds like um, it's. It sounds, and you can answer this. Actually, I'm going to pose this as a question instead of what I think. (laughs) Were the songs composed before you went in to record? Because to me, it sounds like you guys went in and you just wanted to you had some ideas but you just wanted to go and just go for emotion over song structures and songwriting. I mean
2: I mean yeah the song the lyrics were done and the songs I mean they're they're done in a sense that the, there's a shell of a song. Okay. And uh there is a verse and there is a but I haven't I didn't really work it out like it's they're not they're pretty they're they're written in a way that they're they can be easily mutated in okay. in every moment you know kind of in a way which is what i've been gearing towards most you're kind of letting letting your 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 inner voice or your inner like just how you play and what you play and or how you play and how you sing be the actual the more take more space than what you what you're used to or what your your mind can help you with it's like just i'm just kind of going for this bluesy you know this 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 not doesn't shouldn't sound blues but the the way the work ethic is more emotionally driven okay you know than, than than just being kind of like smart with stuff and like oh you know this would be really nice with something you know just kind of just just letting it flow has kind of been like the the way i've been approaching music for the last you know 10 years or so but yeah but it and of course you get better at that craft and stuff, you know, things happen. And I think the big thing is the drums, the drums are kind of out of time and they're just, you know, they're, they're playing whatever. And I just said to Par who plays drums, I just said, you know, do whatever you, you want to do. Cause I feel, I feel that the songs are, are, are here anyway. So just play. And there's, you know, and it's, we, we've had, you know, we change every, every record we try to change what instruments we play and, you know, or I try to think what instruments are being played and how they're being played and all that just to get a new vibe for every record is kind of, you want something to change. You know. Yeah.
0: And like I said, me being newly initiated to you, this, this one sounds more almost improvisational to me than the other mm-hmm. ones. There
2: is a lot of improvisation on it. Of course. There's a lot of stuff that's just, there, there was some of that on, on the last, on the, on the wild humans record, there was a lot of, a lot of improvisation, a couple of songs that were like, just, you know, this is the verses of the chorus. And and in between there, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's indie, you know, kind of like that, but then
0: crazy horse kind of approach.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That, that approach. And then, and then I did the, the doom country record earlier this year. That we recorded last summer with with the band Thunberg, and it was That's a really great jazz band, and and the reason I chose them was just because even if they play the wrong notes, they're still the right notes. You know, it's yeah. like they just they just play. Taddle. that record in you know 24 hours and and it's and it just it just turned out great and i really i just you know because we always rehearse the stuff the songs before and i always you know i try to record the rehearsals just to listen if if there's stuff that's going on that's that's great Mm -hmm. and i find and i found that that um you know a lot of times it's just copying of what you did you know you're just like oh that was a really nice guitar thing there and that was a really nice vocal thing there. And I'm going to, I'm going to remember that. And then I'm going to do that on the record. And it's just, I would rather just have it be more, more in the moment. Like yeah. the, you record it as it's happening and then we'll see what happens when we go, go live.
0: Yeah, exactly. If, if you're trying to recreate it, it loses the, the feeling, it, the spontaneity and, and something magical about it, it.
2: It does. It does. And I mean, there's, I mean, there's, there's different schools of this, of course. And then, you know, I mean, I, I mean a band like Shellac would probably not agree. But um but you know, there's yeah. <laughs> there's uh for me, for me it's just for me, it works for me. It's cool. Yeah. I enjoy it.
0: And I have noticed a couple things, and this is one thing that's going throughout a lot of your work for me is that you kind of have an affinity for sp- like spooky sounds. Like uh mm-hmm. sound that like maybe uh I, I couldn't tell if it was a, a theremin or a, a maybe a saw Going through a couple so songs. Some,
2: yeah, we've had some saws and some records, and some theremin, and a lot of a lot of synths that just you know make spooky sounds or whatever. Just
0: yeah. Okay, and huh. one of my favorites is "No Grace" because there's uh, you, you've got this like this beautiful song, and then you get this really jagged guitar.
1: Yeah. Chunkiness. The metal zone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> metal zone
2: pedal. <laughs> As
3: movement at the gates No Child's first grave to be dug and this was the day
2: we're all friends here now let's get that's on. a great pedal it was, it was like in every rehearsal space yeah, 90 to 93 yeah. you would hear that sound
0: I just, <laughs> I, that I just got this yeah oh that is so cool yeah. that the, you brought that back because it's there is it is like an Ominous, a heaviness to a lot of yeah. this music, and it's the way it, it, it feels to me is like almost like a David Lynch movie. Like really? something immediately catches your attention, and then you you just sitting there listening, waiting for something to happen. Something like like almost like a thriller, like like a movie. Yeah. You know, you just and it doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I set yeah. myself up for that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. Yeah, and it's almost like I'm listening to Family Secrets with, with some of the vocals, but musically as well. I mean, musically, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, there's just... Things come in, like that Metal Zone yeah, pedal yeah. that I'm not expecting. And then like, oh, right. wow, okay, so what's going to happen next?
3: Yeah, then, right, right.
0: But then lyrically, you know, I'm, I'm hearing these words and th- these stories that are just like holy crap i feel like i'm in a confessional or, or, or eavesdropping oh, on okay. some family secrets that maybe i shouldn't yeah, be yeah. listening to which also makes me want to listen more right right right. So that to me is, is one thing that draws me in is cool the it's almost i'm, I'm trying to I, i've been trying to think of of uh what movie it's making me think of, but I—it's I, escaping me. But it's like a, like I said, like a, a good thriller where mm-hmm. you you notice something ominous in the background. It's just a little detail, but it, right. it's something that that keeps you interested, keeps you going through the whole thing and just waiting for what's coming next. Hmm.
2: Interesting. I'm glad. I'm glad it, it. You know. I'm glad to hear that because that's kind of what you're like. <laughs> you want people to. To feel stuff and to experience stuff. Oh you know? yeah. It, yeah,
0: To me, I, I, this this is a perfect album for driving at night.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> good. I'm glad I finally made one of those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it, it's kind of like it's, it's I get the same feeling listening through this this album. It's you know, like Riders on the Storm by the Doors. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole that song is just ominous, and I yeah yeah get that feeling with with just about everything on this album.
2: Oh, great. I mean, I, I, I know the, I know a lot of people really hate the Doors, but I love the Doors. Oh, I love the Doors. Are you kidding uh, me? They're great. They're, I mean, I, there's, they made those six records in six years. That's unbelievable. crazy. Unbelievable. Um, now, really unbelievable.
0: When Jim starts going off on his weird poetry, Lizard King stuff, yeah, I, I can... Skip there, to me, way
2: I, way. I can get it. It's, it's tripe and it's, and it's, you know, it's, it's youthful and it's all that, but for generations of kids, that was like, that's the perfect, perfect gate, oh, gateway to, to heavier poetry. American, you know?
0: it was an American night that yeah. everybody I knew in high school had a copy of that. Yeah. They exactly. walked around with it. And I'm like, yeah, so it, yeah, I know, but it's, you <laughs> need those two. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying I wasn't one of them.
2: No, no, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the album, the lyrics Mm-hmm. they seem very personal and very very much like you're telling a story is, is, are these are these instances of, of, of you know I mean, things that happen it, or is this poetry it's a, it's a mix it's a mix
2: of, of of truth and fiction of course i mean truth and fiction is a mix I mean, truth is a mix of fiction and truth um, uh, I mean, really, literally yeah. it's your, your mind changes stories and past and, oh, and things on a daily basis. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's, there's, um, some stuff that I sing about is 100% true as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, and you know, and that's just, that's about, that's, and it's also kind of an interesting, I played just with the idea, you know, in these times when, you know, there's like all this stuff. This is true. This is not true. This is a lie. This is not a lie, but, but there's a reason that somebody like president of the U S can get away with this shit. And that's because, you know, there's like, there's, um, there is a roof for him to stand up, you know, through, yeah. you know, and that, and it's, but lyrically, I mean, I, I, I just, i I really love to just tell a story of some sort, you know, and it, and it can be, It doesn't really matter to me if it's true or not. Uh, A lot of, a lot of the stuff is, is of course, you know, it's, it's taken in, it comes from a core of truth, but it's mostly just the, the, you want to give the feeling of like a song, like no grace. I wanted the song to be about what happens, what happens when, when a, when a family falls apart for some reason, you know, whatever, whatever it is, why, why is grace, why does grace go out the window? You know, and that, that, that was, that was kind of like the main, the main question What why is there no grace here? Why can't, why are the emotions so hot and so running that it's impossible to keep the grace lid? on you know okay which which i've always thought was an it's an interesting it's an interesting little moment in time it's just it's and it's usually just about you know these these two things that i that i sing about with the with the mom that spit in the face and the dad that broke my nose these are instances these are like two seconds out of a whole life yeah. together where there could be as much love as possible. But at that moment in time, the grace was gone, you know, and that's, I've always I've been fascinated by those, that kind of like human thing uh-huh. that can happen, you know? It, you know, it's
0: to me it's, it's fascinating writing because the lyrics that, and that's exactly what I was talking about earlier. They kind of, they definitely put me on edge and make me a little uncomfortable, which mm-hmm. keeps me even more engaged in the song. Yeah. But you your your writing is so unique. And I'm not sure if it's maybe because of, of the mix of of living in America and Sweden. But mm-hmm. when you when you have when you say things like Trouble fell in love with itself or mm-hmm. Other yeah. Weather you Should Take a Look at this weather, I mean yeah. those have stuck in my mind just because they're unusual turns of phrase and it's I, mm-hmm. I I love writing like that and Oh, nice! When it matches the music, it's like mm-hmm. like it does. It's it really sticks with me, and that's one of the oh. things that I've noticed throughout this whole album is that the writing, the lyrics, lyrics don't always stick with me. Oh, okay. No, uh, it's more music, and, and I'll remember a yeah. riff or, or a solo, or, but lyrics don't always always have a good a good right, uh, right. sticking power in my brain. But these okay. do, and it's, it's oh. that's a triumph for, for me i'm glad i'm glad
2: yeah (laughs) congratulations
0: (laughs) you you did it i did it (laughs) but now it's also the uh the vocal delivery though because your voice is is really it's it's like a to me and i was actually playing this album for my wife and we're discussing Mm -hmm. i'm like his voice sounds so familiar but mm-hmm. I, I was having trouble picking out who it reminded me of. And she's like, she's like, Oh gosh. Yeah. It reminds me of like Randy Travis and Chris Isaac.
2: I've heard Chris Isaac before. I, but I, I, I mean, apart from wicked game, I've never really heard him. Oh man. I love But It's before. good stuff. Whatever. What I've heard people say that it's really great. Oh, it is. And, um, yeah. I mean, I, I've always loved, I mean, I really love country, you know, like Hank Williams and, uh, you know, oh, geez, the list goes on and on about, you know, country yeah, but singers, George Jones and, you know, there's well, so many.
0: That's the thing that I like though, is that the, the country that I'm hearing from you, it's, it's not the, it's not the radio country. It's not the country no. that, that people are now associate, unfortunately, with country. It's, no. it's the older stuff up to like the, the mid seventies outlaw stuff yeah yeah
2: yeah no i mean i mean i mean like you know dreaming my dreams and songs like that you know i mean that's 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 heavy 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 stuff oh yeah and, um uh, yeah i mean i have having really i mean my like early influences vocally i really really loved like the richard buckner school uh-huh. kind of which was more of a what well, was like, kind of like Dwight yokum ish thing? Yes. You know that 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 thing. I always liked it. Yeah, but, but but then I mean, of course, George. I mean Willie Nelson. yeah Fucking Waylon amazing Jennings. singer. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's just so many, so many great yeah. country singers.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, uh,
2: uh, and Waylon, of course. And yeah, Waylon's. I mean, Waylon's been. I don't know if you know if he's been an you know you don't even know anymore who's been an influence. It's just so much stuff yeah. coming out of everywhere.
0: I know, I know, it's amazing. You know, technology is just crazy, which you can connect to, and and
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a, yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: You now suddenly have have influences that you never would have before, like like your album, like this. You know, right. now I'm going back exactly. and finding your you know your older stuff, and then
3: yeah, you know. yeah, yeah.
0: You, I can bash technology all I want, and I do on a regular basis. But without it, we there's, wouldn't be connecting right now, and and I would no, 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 I would have a hard no, time a lot of your albums.
2: Right. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, no, technology good.
0: Oh yeah, and 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 going back to to the song structures and, and writing the stuff in the, in the mm-hmm. studio. Yeah. Baptist Lodge.
3: outside the Baptist lodge There's new paint on an old old dodge And once it goes east It ain't ever coming back And it was what it was And it is what
0: it's almost like two songs it goes and then it kind of slows down and then all of a sudden it just picks up right at Take the end on. and it almost becomes that whole yeah. second song mm-hmm. which
2: yeah we I don't know we just kind of did it and I wanted to start with this um, swell bar thing in the beginning which we kind of cut in I think and I don't think I don't think it's the whole on the album and um, or 12 tone kind of thing okay and, and, uh, and there's some, some vibraphone on there and there's some stuff. And then it just kind of goes in from this like cacophony kind of thing into this song that was just supposed to be like a whoosh, swishy wash, really simple kind of, uh, like a singer songwriter song, whatever, you okay. know, just a D minor to a C and, you know, just a classic song. Yeah. Uh, but I really like how it turned out. It, it, it has this nice kind of. You know, I think it's the brushes. I think it's the brushes on the drums. They they do a lot for just this vibe. it's oh, kind yeah. of you know, just nice mellow. You kind of it's like it's like a nice room. You just you're just in this room and somebody's talking. You yeah.
0: know, it's, and then the it's, metal it's, zone it's, pedal comes out. It comes <laughs> in. <yeah. laughs> you get this nice relaxing. Get they put you at know. ease, so, yeah. and then something something angular and and comes in yeah and that's but that's what i like about this album is that once you're kind of comfortable something something happens to mm-hmm. kind of shake you up again and at yeah. like the end of baptist lodge you know which with or, or the lyrics maybe to no grace um right. so it, yeah. the sound that actually country gentle they're just fantastic songs and i've thank you man thank you and i, I was completely sincere when i was telling you know, our, our mutual friend, Robert, that this is really? probably the, my favorite album he sent me so far this year. So. Oh, lovely. So,
2: I'm glad. I'm glad. I mean, it's hard. It's hard, hard to find records that you like nowadays yeah. in that way, you know, yeah. if, or if it's from beginning the to end. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've got plenty of records. And I'm like, I like, Oh, half of this. Yeah, you know, yeah, a third. yeah, maybe two thirds. Yeah. But this, yeah. this, this is honestly one of the few albums I can listen to right now from beginning to end, several times in a day.
2: Lovely. I'm very glad and, to hear it.
0: And it's the cover art is also really intriguing. Who who did the photo <laughs> for that? My,
2: my girlfriend took that photo in in France, uh, right right around the Corona. Uh, I was stuck on tour in Italy. I or actually I was on tour. In Italy, and and a bunch of shows got canceled, and then so my girlfriend flew down to Milano the last day that you were allowed to fly down to Milan, and and uh, and then we drove across France to Spain, and the, then the Spanish shows got canceled, and yeah, and yeah, she just took that photo, and and then it was just a really like I felt when we saw the photo, I was like, this is this has to be the cover, you know. Yeah it's it's perfect for the new record
0: it does it's, it's it's matches the music perfectly yeah so so basically at this time you're you're just kind of trying racing trying to get home then before everything gets shut down
2: yeah i mean yeah i was in we went to san sebastian for a couple of days and just hung out and there was like no people there which <laughs> was really crazy no tourists at all wow. and everything is, yeah and then we went down to we have some friends outside of um, valencia so we stayed with them for a few days, and then Frida flew home, and uh, and I had I had a couple of shows left in Germany that I really wanted to do, and Germany wasn't closed at the time, and then I got news that that they're closing the Spanish border and they're closing the German border the same day. Wow! So I had like hightail it 24-hour drive just oh. into Germany, so that I at least made it to Germany. Cause you didn't know, you didn't know, you know, if it was, you know, the apocalypse coming or what was, what was happening. Yeah. No, it was it's crazy time.
0: Oh gosh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I've talked to a couple people who were on tour right as things were starting to go South and it's yeah. hearing stories about having to cross borders. And, and yeah. I, I had uh, Dana Schechter on a few months ago and she was talking about mm-hmm. how she had to have her tour manager. They had to sneak him back into like the Czech Republic or something at night yeah, because yeah. their borders were closed and,
2: Yeah, it was, it was weird. And the bathrooms were closed. I mean, it was really like crazy driving through Spain. They they had like, the gas stations were luckily open, but the bathrooms were closed in the gas stations. So there was like people lined up along the highway. There was all these RVs of like, you know, Northern Europeans that had been in Spain for the winter. Right. And driving home as fast as they could. God. And, and it just stopped on along the highway. People pissing, you know, along the whole highway. <laughs> it's
0: crazy. Apocalyptic vibes. Oh, yeah. man. The Yellow Highway. Mm. Yeah. God, yeah. that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I've kept you for a while. I wanted to tell you, this really is on the top of my list for this year. I love it. Where can Thank you. Where can people find the album? How can they get it? And how can they follow you on social media to go to yeah, your I mean, I'm on,
2: I'm on Facebook and I'm on Spotify and I'm on Instagram and all that. And, uh, then there's, I mean, I, I don't know Apple music and I'm sure it's, it's, I don't know exactly who the distributor is in the States, but I'm sure. I mean, it's We'll
0: put it on there. I'll, I'll tag it. We'll, I'll, find, I'll yeah. figure it out.
2: you figure it out. I don't, <laughs> do, don't want to say the Amazon word. But, yeah. No. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. I don't blame you on that one. No, no. Well, Thank you so much for for joining Thank me. Thank you. I've, it's been a blast going through your back catalog. I'm really, really Thanks, enjoying man. everything. Discovering your music. I'm glad. I'm glad.
3: true life. Secrets and silence, irreversible pride.